The process of landing investment banking job offers can often feel like a black box, which leads to confusion and anxiety for most of the candidates going through it. Hey, my name is Sam Shaw, and I'm the founder of Wall Street Mastermind. I've personally coached numerous students on how to successfully break into top-tier investment banks, including Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, JP Morgan, Centerview, Evercore, and PJT Partners, just to name a few. On this podcast, I'm going to help you demystify the investment banking recruiting process by sharing what the clients of Wall Street Mastermind have done to get results like these. Enjoy this episode. Hey guys, if you like the content of the show today, I want you to go and click the subscribe button so that you can make sure you get all of our future content as well because we're going to be releasing more and more useful advice and recruiting tips just like this one um, every single week, basically. So I want to make sure you're able to get that. So today I want to talk about uh, one common mistake that I see people make all the time. Uh, a lot of times we talk to students who are recruiting for investment banking and they'll say i haven't started preparing for the interview yet, or i haven't started studying for the technical interview or the behavioral interview yet because i haven't been able to get any interviews and there's no point to start studying for the interviews until i'm actually able to get the interviews and i want to talk about why that's a mistake because really like when you think about the four keys you need to succeed in investment making recruiting uh, a lot of you have probably heard me talk about this before. We kind of break it down into uh, these four areas. The first is your application materials, right? So that's your resume, your cover letter, your LinkedIn profile. Uh, those are kind of like the trifecta, I guess, as we, as we call it, um, application trifecta. Those are the things that you need to actually apply for these jobs, right? This is how you present yourself as a candidate on paper. The second thing is you need to network, right? Everybody knows you have to do a lot of networking for investment banking because that's what's gonna help you get referrals for these interviews. Now, a lot of people, they just focus on these two areas only, um, and they spend most of their time on this because, again, their rationale is, unless I can get the interview by doing these two things first, there's no point to even prepare for the interview, right? Then, of course, like if you get the interview, the other two areas that we've talked about a lot is the technical interview and the behavioral interview, okay? Now, in reality, the way I want you to think about this is I want you to think about this as kind of a Venn diagram. Like everything really comes back to networking. But you, you gotta think about networking as a Venn diagram almost. Meaning, without networking, like we said, you're not gonna be able to get interviews at these firms most, most likely, especially the top firms. Right? Because these top firms, they're getting hundreds of, some, tens of thousands if not hundreds of thousands of applications. Right, like Goldman Sachs, this past year got over 270,000 applications, right? That's how competitive it is, okay? And so, and they hired 2,700 people, right? And so that's, that's, that's 1%, right? And so that's why we say networking is absolutely critical. I don't care how good your resume is. If you don't network, if you don't have bankers who are willing to refer you at these banks, your chances of getting in are very, 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 very low. However, what does that have to do with pre preparing for your interviews? Well, what you have to realize is Networking is really just another form of interviewing, right? When I say you, you you should think about networking as a Venn diagram, the other three parts that we talked about in terms of those four keys that you really need to master, let's go through them one by one. On the application side of things, if your resume is not good or if your LinkedIn profile is not fully optimized, what we've actually seen is that will 
dramatically affect your conversion rates when it comes to networking because a lot of people they say well I've been network I've been trying to network with bankers I've been reaching out to a bunch of people but I never get responses and a lot of times they can't figure out why people aren't responding and they think it's because oh they're not saying the right thing in the email or in the LinkedIn messages that are sending out sometimes it is that but a lot of the times we take one look at their resume or we take one look at their LinkedIn profile and it's very obvious to us why they're not getting responses because they aren't doing a good job of presenting themselves on paper, right? Like when the banker gets a message from a total stranger that they never met before asking to talk to them for 20 or 30 minutes of their time, they're very, very busy. They're going to look at your application materials. They're going to ask you for your resume or they're going to go online and look you up on LinkedIn and they're going to see like, hey, is this, is this person even qualified? Is this someone I even want to bother spending 30 minutes of my time with? Because... Even if I talk to them, if they just have no shot of getting in, there is no point, right? So that, that's why, I like, the application materials, really, like, the purpose of having good application materials is not even so that you can apply for these jobs. It's so that you can network effectively. It's so that you can actually get responses when you reach out to these bankers, right? What about the other two pieces, the technical interview and the behavioral interview? Well, if you think about it, the behavioral interview skills, it's important because... When you're networking with a banker, they're going to be asking you questions about you. They're trying to get to know you. They're going to ask you things like, hey, so tell me about yourself. Hey, so why do you want to do investment banking anyway? Oh, so what what makes you interested in our firm specifically? Like, They can ask you any of those questions, right? And if you don't have a good behavioral answer prepared for those questions, because these are a lot of the same questions that you would get asked in an actual interview, if you don't have a good answer prepare for these questions they're not going to refer you right because they're not going to be impressed by you and if they don't like your story there's no reason for them to refer you right so that's why the behavior like a big part of the networking conversation like yes it comes down to you asking good questions and you knowing what questions to ask and what questions not to ask but the other part of the networking conversation is you answering the questions they ask you right so that's where the behavioral interviewing skills come in and then the technical interviewing skills, I would say this is actually, to be honest, less important than the behavioral interview skills for your networking. But, however, we have seen it happen, um, not all the time, but it does happen, I would say like occasionally, probably more than occasionally, but it, it does happen, where sometimes you're just going to run to a banker, where you reach out to them for a networking conversation, you go in thinking it's going to be an informa- informational interview, but instead, they just turn it into an interview and they start grilling you on how to do a DCF or how to do an LBO or uh, what are the, walk me through the three statements. I mean, they can ask you whatever they want, right? And they kind of just turn it into an interview on the spot. They don't even care about, you know, shooting the shit or like the small talk or whatever. It's just, hey, do you know your stuff or not? Because for some bankers, that's the only thing they care about. If you know your stuff, I'm happy to refer you. If you don't know your stuff, there's no way I'm going to refer you because you're going to make me look bad, right? And so this is where, like, if you know your technicals going into these conversations, when you run into bankers like that who are a little bit more hardcore and they just start grilling you on the spot, the vast majority of students are not prepared for that, and they're going to get eliminated. But if you're one of the few students who can actually answer these technical questions and nail them, then that's going to automatically make you stand out and the bankers that tend to ask those types of questions, they're going to be 
a lot more impressed by you if you can do that. And a lot of times that alone will be enough for you to get the referral from them. Right? I don't even care about anything else. So that's why I said like, if you don't prepare for the behavioral interview or if you don't prepare for the technical interview until you get the interview, that's a really bad mindset because you're probably not going to do well in your networking process. And if you don't do well in the networking process, then yeah, you're right. You're never going to get that interview in the first place. Because you're not going to get those referrals. It almost becomes like a self, self-fulfilling prophecy. And most of the time, the students that are saying, oh, well, I'm not even going to study for the interviews until I get the interviews. Those are also the people who never end up actually getting the interviews. Except they don't realize that, oh, it's because they suck at networking. Because they don't know how to interview. Right? So how ironic is that? Right? So anyway, hopefully um, that's insightful for you guys. And hopefully that gives you guys a new way of looking at what networking really entails. Networking, basically, it takes everything else you need to do in the investment banking recruiting process, everything else that you need to be good at, and it just kind of wraps it all up into one thing. It's like, if you can network well, you're most likely going to get the interview, but also if you can network well, probably means you can interview well also, right? So, um, if, you have, if you're one of those people that haven't started preparing for the interview process yet because you don't think you have an interview lined up, make sure you start preparing for the interview as soon as possible, okay? Um, drop everything else you're doing. Prep for the interview. Obviously, I mean, don't drop everything else. Like continue to network, but don't continue to network without first brushing up on your interviewing skills because it's not going to get you anywhere, okay? Hopefully that helps you guys. Thanks for listening to this episode. Interested in discovering how you can get personalized one-on-one coaching from Wall Street Mastermind to help you beat out the massive amount of competition out there? Head on over to www.wallstreetmastermind.com slash apply. And the street is abbreviated to ST, so it's really wallstmastermind.com slash apply. And our team looks forward to speaking with you.